0: electroperformer samaいつもサホートありかとうこさいます 25 Thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jake Watson. I was not the person just speaking Japanese. That was our guest. I am Jake Watson. This is Danny O'Donnell. We are joined by Igor Tanabi Guemarais, a.k.a. Fat Ninja, who recently broke the jiu-jitsu internet with his crazy submission that I was subject to in, in class. My professor saw that and decided he was gonna show that technique in class. My goodness, that hurt my neck. But Igor, thank you so <laughs> much for uh, introducing the election performance, open guard cast 25 discount code that you can use to become thick, mean, lean and swole. How are you, bro? I'm
0: good, man, thank you. I'm really glad to be here with you and Danny. Yeah. I've been know. watching this like open and I always I was always wondering like when is this guy gonna call me? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, here.
1: <laughs> dude, you know it's funny? Uh Danny and I I believe we were talking about you after the uh after we saw that clip, we're like, dude, why have we not asked Igor on? And <laughs> I forget you live all the way in Japan. What part of Japan do you live in right now? Like
0: right now I'm living like I like it's not like Tokyo, but it's like man. Like, almost Tokyo, like I run like five minutes with the car, and I'm Tokyo ready,
1: okay, so like right outside Tokyo, yeah. I forget I think that you live in San Diego still, so in my head, I was like, man, Igor is out here competing in Japan, and then I put two and two together in my head, and you're in freaking out right outside Tokyo, Japan, that's why we didn't think of it. Yeah. We do. Episode sixty one. We're here with Igor. Uh, Igor and I've known Igor since I think we were both purple belt. And I saw, I actually saw you competing at blue belt against Roberto. And I remember being like, "Damn, that guy's really good. He's got a really good passing, really good guard." And then we met at brown belt, uh, actually in tournament. But we've been, man. I saw your performance at IBJJF Worlds. It was twenty nineteen again, and you fought Ronaldo in the in the semifinal. Yeah. If if people don't know, uh, people listening don't know Igor you got to pay attention because I've been had known that Igor is things in the sport. So you on finally, bro.
0: I remember the first time I saw you, I was like, I was in the it was Kings, right? Yeah. Like I really, we met each other and like, we got to know each other. But man, like I was, I was like, uh, I was just like starting to speak in English, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. And then like, I was talking to Jake and like, I couldn't understand anything you were saying, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Oh damn!" Like, I think like I have to learn a little bit more.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I think,
0: because I've... like, I like you talk fast, fast like not fast, but you talk like, like I just yeah. wasn't able to like. Now I can understand like perfect, right?
2: hmm Yeah, for sure.
0: But that's good for me because I saw like how I like improved too, right?
1: hmm. Well, I remember I was with Tim Caballero. Tim is the yeah, sponsored yeah. and athlete manager of King's Kimonos. And man, he introduced me. He's like, hey, that's Fat Ninja. And I was like, that's his name. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> and he's like, no, that guy's really, really good. He doesn't speak a lot of English right now. And you were with your girlfriend, whom you now are married to, correct? Like engaged. You're engaged. And yeah. you recently had a beautiful child.
2: And that's yeah, awesome.
1: So you are now dad ninja. And, uh, <laughs> and Daddy Ninja, man. for sure. Daddy Ninja. And, uh, I remember Tim, when he introduced me to you, uh, he was like, Hey, keep an eye out for that guy. Cause that guy's a heavyweight. And I'm like, that guy's heavyweight. Cause you were, I think you're six, one, six, two. And he's like, yeah, that yeah. guy's a heavyweight. And he, he's been heavyweight for a while. So I didn't really get to learn anything about you until I saw you compete. But Tim, Tim and I, uh, I remember he like you were walking around fighters market with me picking out clothes and stuff like that back when I was sponsored
3: by King's Kimonos. So the first time yeah, I man, saw like, you compete was when you uh faced Ronaldo at the Royal Tournament. So I was just walking oh, re watching yeah, that match and uh super good match. That was, that yeah, I definitely sad, wanna man. definitely <laughs> wanna get back into get into that and that tournament and that, yeah. that match and stuff. But do you want to start that, just talking was, about Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that was like the my closest chance against <laughs> Ronaldo.
3: Yeah, dude, that
1: was a yeah, great Yeah, like,
0: I, I really messed up.
3: <laughs> what
1: do you mean? What happened in the fight? Like, I didn't get to see it.
0: I like, we were, we were like draw, so we went to the overtime, right? In the overtime, for the first minute, if you pull guard, you get penalized, which means like it's golden score. So if you get penalized, you lose. Oh, wow. And I fucking need it. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> okay, so the royal rule set, the royal rule set is a golden score rule set.
3: Yeah, yeah you can't call yeah, guard like, the regulation, and then if it goes to overtime first, and it's tied, it's golden score.
0: No, like even the normal, the normal rules, if you put a pool guard in the first minute, you get w- minus one. Wow. No, minus really? one. Okay, so like ADCC. Yeah.
3: Oh,
1: interesting. So, okay, so f- really, from, I mean, you're a guard player. It's evident. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, you did, you did zoom, and me too. I pull guard. So basically, if it's a ten-minute fight under a rural rule set, that is a nine-minute fight because yeah. we're gonna be on the feet defending takedowns for the first minute. Yeah,
0: right? because no, because like I, I when I went to the overtime, like I didn't want to like waste to like one minute of overtime defending, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was like oh, yeah. it's two minutes, and then like the referee would like see it too. So I tried to go for like a. Takedown, I think, like you know, like the ter- I don't know what I tried to do, but I know that I went for some for something and then I like pull a guard right away, mm-hmm. you know, but the- I didn't think like doesn't my instincts. body, like yeah, just th- instincts, yeah,
2: yeah, it's pretty. And funny. I, real- I mean, especially
1: okay. sorry, go. Yeah,
0: no, you're like when I realized, like that was later. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah. I mean, shoot, against a competitor like Ronaldo too, everything is kicked up to eleven everything is going to be faster because that guy, that's the pace yeah. that guy likes to fight at. Opera, and you, yeah. I've noticed speaking of like slowing things down, because that's what I try to do against Hanaldo too. because I've only, I mean, I fought Ronaldo seven times now I've won one fight and that one yeah. fight, the whole game plan was if there was a pedometer on that guy's leg, make it read like <laughs> only two digits. You know what I mean? Like yeah. don't make it because he's trying to run a marathon around you. So yeah. you know, slow the guy down and you do a remarkable job playing with the lapels. Like you, you're, first of all, because this is an interview and this has been a little bit of a reunion thus far, but I do want to ask you first and foremost, how did you get started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the first place? Like, take us through like your background and how you started.
0: Man, like the, the, like the, the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be like a little long. It's fine, right?
3: That's okay. Yeah. Man, like,
0: um, like there was, there was, there were, uh like a bowling place here in Japan where in my hometown, right? And there was like a there are place like the whole Brazilians used to go when they're in vacation.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: And like we went to this like a uh, bowling place and I was on vacation, right? I just went to like hang out with my dad my dad. I was like six years at the time. Six years old. And then like I remember there was like a food place and then like in the front of the food place there like there was a man and like uh and people were wearing geese and like I didn't understand anything, right? Mm-hmm. But for you to see like how life is crazy, the person that came like I was what I was seeing him, right, from outside. And the person that came out to talk to me and to my dad, like saying like, hey bring this bring him to, to try was my like wife's dad. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. But, yeah, it is crazy, but like they, my like my wife's dad used to play like futsal, right? Soccer and like an inside like indoor Just soccer, small ball. Yeah. yeah, and my dad, my dad used to go there too. So they have they they kind of like knew each other, right? Mm-hmm. So he came and like say bring him to try, right? And my dad talked to the professor at the day, but it, I I didn't really like wanted to do it, right? Yeah, you know, like I had I had a lot of friends that like tra- trained like karate, karate,
2: mm-hmm. and I yeah, wanted to for do sure. it, right?
0: But like my, but my, also my mom wanted to like lose weight, and then she, the, like my dad heard like jujitsu was was better to lose weight, so he he said like man, if you want to do something, do that because it, like your mom wanted to do it, and then you guys do it together, and it would be better. And I I started, man.
3: It's awesome. So six years old when you started GGS2. Six,
0: yeah, six years old. Two thousand
3: 2007. Wow.
0: Seven, seven.
3: That's okay, awesome.
0: Wow, two thousand seven. So, so how old are you then? I'm twenty, man.
1: What? You're just twenty. <laughs> yeah. No, to- a <laughs> I was born in twenty-three
0: oh al- in a week. I was born in
1: two thousand. I could almost
0: be your dad. <laughs> oh, don't say what? that.
3: I said, I could almost be your dad.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's which is crazy.
3: (laughs) True. Yeah. You're only five years shy. How
0: old are you? you? I'm 31. Oh, really, man? You do. It doesn't look like it. it. Everybody, someone someone else told me that today. Yeah.
3: Someone today guessed 20. I was like, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Someone, someone guessed like
1: 23 on Danny. I was like, damn. And then they guessed I was like 27. (laughs) I was like, are you serious? But, uh, (laughs) so Igor, fast forward just a little bit. Uh you've been doing jiu-jitsu for a while, but then you get the yeah. moniker of fat ninja. Where does that come from?
0: Man, like like that came from a video that I post like doing some bearing bullets and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like I, I was thinking like what should I post? I I always like to be funny, like to ha- to say funny things, right? Yeah. yeah. Never could do it like as Jake, but I always try it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty you're pretty <laughs> hilarious, man. I I think uh when, <laughs> I mean, me and you were scheduled to go against each other, and we did fight each other at the San Diego <laughs> Yeah. Game. But yeah. I still had a blast. I mean, you were funny in the middle of the fight. You know, like we were, <laughs> we were having fun in the middle of the fight. And, yeah. I, I man, there's never been a moment where I feel like uh, you weren't equally as funny as me. I just try harder to be funny. So maybe I you know, give yeah. off the
0: impression that
1: I'm funny, but only yeah. Danny thinks I'm funny.
0: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else you know, is just so. putting up with me. I don't have nobody that thinks I'm funny. Even my wife thinks I'm stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your job. Your job is to back to reality. You know? No, I mean, we think yeah, but, <laughs> like, sorry. What was the question, man? How you got the nickname, oh. Fat Ninja? Oh, the nickname. Yeah, that, that was a posting that I, po- that I did, like, that I made doing, like, burning bolos and stuff, right? And then I was thinking, like, why should I post, like, some, like, then then, like, because in Japanese, I was thinking like of samurai or like ninja, you know, like those stuff. Like that if you see, you see, you know, like that's Japanese, right? Yeah. yeah. And like I, I say, man, I if, like I, I, always like everybody tells me like that I'm fat, you know, like everybody around me like have fun of me, right? Uh huh. And then I just like say like fat ninja, right? <laughs> like move, I, I post like moving like a fat ninja.
1: <laughs> and then, and then you became ripped. And then now, and like, and that like,
0: big. yeah, they like I started to use a lot. Like, I started like, like everybody like have a good reaction about it, right? Mhm. And then I started to use it, like the. To like, I mean, to be honest, I'm the one that put my pen in in. your You fault. gave yourself you a nickname. Yeah. Else no, loved but man, I love this. I love this. Sometimes I I was I started to think, like, man, I, I think if for black belt, I might have to lose some weight. But then I think, man, <laughs> if I lose weight, then I'm not going to be the fat ninja anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, ninja. I remember the funniest thing you did was you put hashtag fit ninja when you started to post workout videos. You put <laughs> fit ninja. And I'm like, what a marketing campaign. <laughs> Holy crap. Igor's a genius. Because yeah, you're yeah, going to go from fat thing. to fit, and you can keep ninja. Like, dude. Yeah. If I was half as smart, you, I would be
3: friggin' Jake Paul. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, so man. I think it's really interesting. You started at six, and I really love talking to people who started jiu-jitsu at like a really young age. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's cool to, to hear like how they went from competing as a juvenile to how they transitioned to adult. So do you want to talk yeah. about like what it was like competing at like the kids' belts before you made it into the adult division?
0: Man, like – I think good the kids build was like kind of like a uh, prepare for like the big tournaments, right? Like, Mm -hmm. man, I started to compete like like against adults when I was like fourteen, right? So in Japan doesn't have a lot of kids, but I still used to compete a lot, and like I think I used to compete like five times five times in five times a year. Mm -hmm. But man, I remember like my first tournament. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't know what I was doing there, right? Because I was like the youngest. So since I got to the tournament, they called me to fight already, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And like, I don't remember myself walking to the to the middle of the to, like the mat. I remember just there, you know. Mm-hmm. I was too nervous to the point that I won the fight, and I still crying, you know, like. I, 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 <laughs> 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 oh, that's adorable. Yeah, man, like. Uh, man like when you're like when i was a kid like whole the whole tournament like every tournament i was so nervous to the point like before the fight i was like man can i quit i want to quit
1: uh-huh. <laughs> that, i feel like a lot of people probably have that just like in a more adult form now you know yeah. like not yeah. that they want to quit but like man getting nervous before uh tournaments it went from being like cry worthy like where you yeah. would cry you know what yeah, i mean yeah, if somebody yeah, yeah, let it out to now it's like I mean, I have similar adrenaline dumps after I win huge fights or after I lose fights. I have like an adrenaline dump. I'm not sad, but like all of my emotion from like the weeks building up to it gets let out. Do you feel the same way?
0: Yeah, man. Like, I uh, you, you mean like when you're when you when you're done fighting?
1: Yeah, yeah, you, for sure. Not before the fight. I definitely don't cry yeah. before fights.
0: Uh you say you say like after you're done fighting, like you like cry because it, like. It's just sure.
1: I'm tired and I'm like my emotions all get let out. It's like oh, an incredible dump. You know what I mean? No, like after
0: like, win, like after I beat um
1: Hudson, I cried oh. because I because I beat him and I yeah, didn't, yeah. I no part of me thought I was gonna beat that guy. <laughs> so when I won, it was like a huge like it was uh edifying for me. Yeah, it was yeah, like
2: yeah, yeah.
1: I beat somebody I did not think I was gonna beat. I'm no, actually man, good enough to do
0: this kind of thing. That happened to me like in Wards two thousand eighteen, man yeah there man, like there was, yeah, I didn't think like even one person that I was going this thing that mm-hmm. I was going to win, yeah especially' because like man, I lost Europeans, I lost pan Ams, like I lost everything, you know, I was like, man, I wanna win this, but I don't know like if I'm gonna be able to do it, and, yeah like when when I won, man, I think the the part that I most cry is not even when I won, but. When I go to the crowd, right? When I go to my girlfriend and I went and I go because then I started to remember like I started to remember like everything we went together, you know, we went through together. And that's what makes me cry, you know? Yeah. See winning winning is just like like a, like what can I say? Like what is the like for me, what is makes what is the most important like is what you do to him, right? Like what you do like like the back like the back preparation. Like, uh, yeah, the preparation, like everything you go through, you know, because nobody's no, nobody knows that, you know.
1: Yeah, except for you
3: and the people that are around you helping you. So, as a as a kid, were you were you someone who won a lot of the tournaments? Were you well, winning some, no, losing some? I was,
0: I was, so 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 yeah, so. like I was like I was chubby, you know. <laughs> I, I, oh I
2: yeah, was, I chubby was, ninja back then. Yeah, I
0: was chubby. Yeah, really chubby ninja back there, like. I used to win. I used to lose. Like, but there was a time like when I turned thirteen, and at that time, all the tournaments was like thirteen to fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. And I was the smallest, and I was the like I was chubby, so I had to fight tall guys and older guys, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I started to get like beat up all the time. Man, I I, I got a I got I got a lot of beat up. Yeah, (laughs) a lot. So I remember –
1: okay, let's fast forward just a little bit further. Now we're not kids. We're juveniles, and you're fighting Roberto Jimenez like every freaking time you guys (laughs) go to a tournament, right? uh, I know you guys developed a friendship there. Yeah. And the goal – you want to go into that a little bit? Like how are you guys doing now, and what was it like going against him all the time? Uh,
0: Sorry. Someone called me. Can you hear me? Yeah. So – can it, sorry can you ask me can you ask again? i'll uh, give me i was asking uh we're fast-forwarding
1: a little bit to the juvenile division where you see roberto every single time you guys go to a tournament what was it like developing a friendship with him and uh how do you feel like that affected your
0: career just being able to be against, against him, him too and, and yeah. competing against him how was that yeah like uh, first like in the, for, in the beginning like i think when you're a kid it's hard to like develop like a a friendship was with like someone you're fighting right because you can't understand like we're not we're not like uh rivals outside the Met, right but Mm -hmm. when you're a kid you'd like it's hard to you to understand like in the beginning like we weren't friends like we didn't even talk to each other but not because i hate him hate him but you know yeah like but and like he, he he didn't come to talk to me too right yeah but because of the beginning, you know, we, we don't, like, first words, first, like, panems. We don't want to, like, be friends with nobody, right? Yeah. But we started to get friends, like, in, I think, 2017. Like, we started, like, I think we were, like, we were more get used to the tournament, right? Like, we started to understand, like, that. man, we're gonna do it, like, for the, like, the, like, the... Our entire life, right? We have to like meet each other and like not just me and Roberto, but everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't get friends, like, we're gonna like, right? Yeah, you, you have you have to understand that it's not it's just not it's not about fighting because like fighting like to end up medals and everything is gonna like be just a medal, right? For sure. And like in 2017, we started to go be friends, like, and. Yeah, like after we fought in 2017, we we started to get like really like friends and friends and got close and like we got really close like I think last year, right? And man, Roberto is he's just like he's really cool. Yeah, I like I I I think the way of like the way he thinks everything, right? He just he's authentic, right? Like he's just his himself. He just he doesn't yeah. have like he doesn't really care about what everybody's thinking. And yeah, for sure. He, he, you know, like everything he says, like his Instagram is like really different of everybody like ones. Like he 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 likes the na- the nature, right? Like and man, he's such a good person too. When he came, he stayed he stayed up like at my house when he came to Japan and he was that was amazing that was amazing to be here with him like the jujitsu is like i don't even have to talk right like man, that's crazy Yeah, his jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. He's really really good he's, man his jiu is really good but one thing that i i care more about like jujitsu, like is like the person right mm-hmm.
2: Friendship. And
0: he's just a, he's just a, he's just a friend that i want to have to me like like my entire life because he's just good energy you know like i sometimes like when i have some like things in my mind like uh about like anything you know in jujitsu i'd go talk to him and man because like uh to be honest like as a professional he's like way farther you right? worry like he's he has way he has way more uh how can i say like uh uh achievements yeah achievements and like as a professional right like sponsorize mm. uh, okay. like you know like
3: he's he's far ahead in his career
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so when I, whenever i have like some like questions to like what should i do i ask him and he like he always like help me you know man he he turned like a friend like one of like my best friends you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah for sure i've actually been, i've had the opportunity to talk to different people in the community. I feel like uh, you share a similar attribute to me in that we're just trying to make friends all yeah, the time sure. in everything we do. Like I, I wanted to be your friend because I see that you're a friendly person. We had a yeah, fight yeah, yeah. Yeah, for it, sure. regardless of how it would have went down. I still would have wanted to have a beer with you. And <laughs> I think at the end of the day that more people should be doing that. Like, I think uh, w- one thing that people like me, you and Roberto could be doing is breaking down boundaries and walls in the community. Yeah, to-
0: for sure. Like, you know, man, yeah, in, like I learned this in Japan, right? Like, uh, like um, in Japan, like man, we used to fight each other, like the home, like every like month, right? Because there, there were the, here is not like a lot of of uh, people to fight right? So the good ones they always like is is like I you mean. can see you can see like food, like oh those are the good ones, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we used to fight each other, but man, we're really. We always was, like, we always wear like, really close, right? Mm-hmm. And, man, when I went to fight Brasileiro, right, in Brazil, like, 2015, I went, when I was green belt, like, man, I was, like, trying to get friends. Like, I was trying to make friends. Yeah. And, man, those, those kids, like, they look at you with, like, a mad face, right? And, <laughs> say, yeah, what? for sure. Like... <laughs> That was weird. Yeah. That's when, when I went to wars, I was like, man, oh, they don't want to make friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't. I remember yeah. when, I went to, when I went to the Bra- uh, the Brasileiro in 2013, I was blue belt. Yeah. And, uh, which makes me laugh that you said 2015, you were green belt. I was blue belt <laughs> in 2015. But uh, makes be, uh, you're not that much younger than me, but it feels like you are. Jake, I'm you're a lot. old, man. I'm old man now. I've got a beard. <laughs> but, um... I – when I went to the Brazilian Nationals, I fought against Victor Leal Antunes, and uh, he would – I beat him in Pan Ams in America by Omoplata. He beat me 20 to 0 in (laughs) Brasileu. And his – I didn't know this until later. I think I might have told the story on the show before, but they were yelling, like, send the gringo home. Like that's what people in Portuguese were yelling. Yeah, yeah. never told me until I was black belt, but that yeah. that's what they were saying. And I'm glad because I was still under the impression that everybody thought I was cool. Like, Hey, <laughs> like everybody wants to be my friend. Like, awesome. They did not want to be my friend. Yeah, not a single one of them. They all hated me. I was, like send him home. Come to find out years later, Jonatus Gracie won that division. I was in. Oh, Funny really? Yeah. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. And I didn't even know him. He trained at high end Gracie back then. Nuts.
3: that's crazy huh yeah so back to uh when you were competing as a kid like you said you at first you know you were winning some losing some and then you got to a point where you're fighting like bigger and older people yeah. like at what at what point did you get to when you were competing when you were like okay i want to do jiu-jitsu as a career like i'm starting to do better like i can make this my profession
0: man like to, to be honest like the first time i say to myself to myself and like to everybody that I wanted to be a world champion. I was eight years old. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Right. But then like when I was 12 years old, I started to like get annoyed of jujitsu. Right. I just went to the gym because I had to, and like I didn't train. I wanted to hang out. And what changed in my mind was when my dad opened his own gym Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and we didn't have any students. Right. So I had to train me and him. That's when like my mind ch- really changed, and I started to train harder, and I started to win like a lot. That was like that was like the the turning point. Yeah, yeah. the turning point. Yeah. Uh, how old sure,
1: were like, you at well. that time? I was like, I think, I think like thirteen to fourteen. Yeah, almost fourteen. Dang, the sub was a turning point, huh? What? That was a turning point. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You did it at – you, you, differently than I think myself and a lot of other competitors, did it at a very young age where you decided that you were going to do whatever it took. And, I mean, dude, you've you've been all – you have lived in America, Brazil, and Japan. You're still chasing the same dream. Yeah. And that's pretty impressive that you did that at 13 years old. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Because – but – it's easy when I think I think when you have like a my dad is also black bear, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that I think I think that makes a lot of a lot easier, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. Well for sure. Yeah. I probably, yeah. probably does. My dad sucks. He understands
0: he understands, understand, right? Because man like um if my if it wasn't my dad opening a gym, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't like do what i did you know like i was because i went to i used to go to the gym just to like have fun with my friends you know so i might like end it like that you know yeah you might not have decided to yeah. be a professional if you were yeah, just going yeah, to yeah, fun yeah, the
3: whole yeah. time yeah yeah so what what do you feel like was the biggest like your biggest accomplishment early on like maybe after green belt when you got your blue belt like what was the biggest tournament you won when you were younger
0: i think words. As a blue belt. Yeah, as a blue belt in 2017.
3: You want to talk about uh, your run in that tournament?
0: Man, my run the tournament was amazing. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, I, I mean, could be better, right? But like.
3: No, it was it was beautiful. It was perfect. Man, <laughs> like,
0: my my dad was always like, always when I went to go when I used to go to like outside, he used to say to me like, man, you should have trained more. Right. When they leave, when they come back and they always lose. Right. I always lost. Like I went, i fight in 2016 and I lost all the tournaments to mm. Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And for that words, my dad say, man, now you're going to win. Like now you train like, like as a man, now you deserve to win. And like, man, I've submitted like all my, all my fights in my weight class. I had, I had three fights. And I submit all of them. Like my 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 finals, I submit in like I think fifty seconds. Wow, man! Final. Yeah, in the final. Dang. And man, I was yeah, I was on fire. And I went to the open way, right? Open way, Hmm. first first match, Roberto. (laughs) (laughs) And man, for that day, I was like, I was like really. Secure that I was going to win, and I did you know like for that was the man war two thousand seventeen was the first time I showed my lapel and i I was doing squid guard at that time,
3: uh-huh, wow, yeah, that was like, gonna be a question and I, nobody I nobody
0: scared. knew how to defend it uh-huh. mm-hmm. right, and I did the squid guard, and like I beat Roberto with the squid guard he he couldn't pass my guard because always when i when I used to play guard with Roberto, like man, I put a guard and he passed right away. <laughs> You know, yeah. you guys know, you guys know, like the Brazilian joke, like the door guard.
1: Door guard, yeah. Oh, it just opens and closes, it just opens
3: yeah,
0: up for you. No, you you, go you right open, through. you just open and go through. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's how yeah, my was, guard felt, too. <laughs> you no, know, yeah. And then, like, I beat him in the screen guard second match. I felt I fought, fought Matilde Rodriguez, right? Mm-hmm. And I had I, I, I lost to him in like in the Brazilero, and I went. That I went in two thousand fifteen and I beat him Robert Mateo and then the quarter final of the of the and the semi final of the absolute, I end up losing to the guy that I beat in the weight class in the final, oh wow, oh, wow, okay. but that was like a like I don't that's not an excuse, but that was kind of judge for mistake, right oh yeah, mistake yeah.
1: by the ref. no one's safe from it, unfortunately, yeah we've always yeah. had, and I think you know what man like that's an interesting conundrum as a competitor to have to like live with that in your head but still you know, not be able to articulate it. Like you can't man. tell people the ref made a mistake but you know in your
0: heart. Yeah. Like dude, like it's kinda sucks but at the I, end of the day. Yeah. Even even now, like when I see the video, I almost cry man, like.
2: <laughs> that's like it was three years ago. Yeah, that's, that should be Hey man, be I my felt day. the same
0: way at
1: Pants this year when I fought Mateos Luna, I felt the same yeah. way. I was like, and you know, that's kinda rough. That's a
0: rough call.
2: That but I bro,
0: like you know, like, man, we can, we, we, we are like, I, I feel like I'm always gonna be like the one that get, uh, the the referee never is gonna like miss like to help me. He always gonna miss to like, cause I'm like small gym. I'm Japanese, you know. I'm always like the one that like
3: gets the like wrong the, end of the call. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But you know,
2: you're not you Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could be like, Freak. man,
1: fluent Portuguese. And they'd be like, ah. Mm. <laughs> Whatever,
2: is that a stone? So, whenever
0: you go in the mat and you're going to uh, shake hands with the, the man and say, yay, yeah, beleza. You can say, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, beleza. I say, nice.
1: I say, uh, I say, muito obrigado. Deus abençoe você. That's what I say, every time. And they're always just like, and they know, like, oh, that, cool. Like you know, this guy's really trying to milk out our yeah, our, and I just like I mean it. I mean God bless you. I'm I'm saying it, but like yeah, hey, it's for Portuguese. sure. I'm being respectful to you. I'm not trying yeah, to you know, sure. I'm not gonna minister to you before my match. I'm just yeah. trying to tell you, <laughs> that. I, hey, God bless yeah. you. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. Yeah, but yeah, well, no, man, I, mean, like, I mean I've seen. I mean, dude, let's talk about our fight, the closest freaking fight ever, and I was horrified. For like the last minute and 30 seconds, I was, I think I was up by two and I fought like a nerd. I fought like a freaking (laughs) wiener for the last minute and I could see your team getting frustrated, my team getting frustrated. I was frustrated. I was like, this is so horrible. I was like, I wish I could just pull guard and close my guard and do something, but I can't because Igor almost took me down three times and I'm like freaking out. One of the most stressful fights I've ever been in in my entire life. Like I said, our friends didn't change nothing. I think yeah. that oh, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Tim, Tim, Tim was gonna get. He invited me out for dinner that day, but he didn't go. <laughs> I think it was because I,
0: because of that fight.
1: I was like, "Damn, man, I'm sorry."
0: Like, I love Igor. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, no, I, I don't have like, I, I don't, I don't. How can I say? I don't keep in my in my mind, you know. Yeah, neither do I. Like,
1: You've been like, damn, that was a good fight. And
0: like, <laughs> I didn't accept. I didn't. Uh, I didn't accept the invite just to talk about it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So you you talked about how you started using the lapel, like the squid guard and some of those variations at 2017 worlds. Like, I feel like at that time people didn't know, like you even mentioned, people didn't really know what you were doing. They didn't know how to defend it. So like, how did you, how did you start to learn and incorporate those techniques into your game?
0: Yeah. Like, for I learned uh, the Squidward when I went to train in a gym in Japan, in Tokyo called Carpe Diem. I think it was, you guys know, right? Yeah. It's kind of, yep. It's kind of famous.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Oh, I, I used to go there for camps, you know, before tournaments. Because I, to, I used to live in a small town called Mie. The Man, there's nothing. <laughs> <I know laughs> no there. they're, they're just like grass. <laughs> oh, it sounds pretty.
1: Actually. You roll
2: outside.
0: <laughs> I don't like it, man. <laughs> like, I like my town, but I don't like, like, the part that has just grass and, like, but, yeah, and then I used, I had to, like, um, I, like, because in my town, like, is, like, a place that has, like, a, a lot of fabric, so people just w- train nighttime, so I didn't have a place, that, I didn't have a t- uh, place to train, like, morning and night, you know, twice a, twice a day, so I went to this place, like, they train all oh, the whole day, mm-hmm. and then there, a guy called Thomas meets. I don't know if you guys know. I don't Yeah, so. I don't he, he's the one that taught me lapel, uh, squeak guard. And, like, squeak guard, like, like, I could, I could like, uh, put into my game because, man, it's easy to sit up, right? You go close guard and you just, like, hug the leg and pass the lapel. Mm-hmm. And, man, like, I could, I could like, in that same day I was doing it already. And the first the first sweep I learned was like the flower sweep. Right? You grab the sleeve and then you kick the leg and sweep. Yeah. And then like in the in like in the same week, I was like developing by myself. Like the one that I do a lot, that which is like, you know, like the squid guard, but inverted.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you do a back a back like a backspin, and you get on top. And like man, squid guard fits so good. And then the second the second one I learned was a uh, reverse de la warm
2: hmm yeah and that was good and,
0: and i learned that one in the be, in in before europeans 2018 and man mm-hmm. i could put I, I and i put that one right away in my game too and i mean i and european I, I won i think was my first year's adult and i won third in the weight class and second in the absolute as a pro belt and man i just did like reverse the warm
2: mm-hmm
1: yeah so i remember i, I, I remember they used to like to do that
0: i can i can, i kind of can like easily like put like techniques to my game you know like i think i'm good at that part you know like i don't really do i don't really need to drill too much i i like to try the techniques on like on the on the on the sparring you know
2: Mhm.
0: yeah like i'm not i'm not a guy that like see a technique and like keep drilling 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 drilling, drilling you know I just like to, like, understand the the way how you do it and, like, put it to, like, to try and the uh, sparring right away.
1: Yeah. Awesome. A lot of people in Jiu-Jitsu nowadays talk about that kind of thing. Namely, Kit Dale talks a lot about that. He talks a lot about, like, you learn a technique, you should apply it in training as much as possible.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, like, I think that's yeah. the most important, right? Like, drilling your partner is, like, he's tough. He doesn't, he's not moving. Yeah. You can't understand it. You can't see, like, if that's going to work or not.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the
2: there's feel something the weight said,
3: distribution yeah. and all that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. No, Danny's right. The, the the point Danny was on was about weight distribution, which I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. him, but that is Yeah, for sure. Up. And I think when you're learning a technique at the start, you should probably do it a few times like, or maybe even like 20 25 no, times. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, okay, for sure. how do I set up the grips? Get comfortable yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that. And then boom. Drilling yeah. and rolling need to go hand in hand. I'm I'm yeah. like mixed between a traditionalist and a new age kind of jujitsu guy where like I believe – I mean I've done techniques – before I fought Manuel Heapmar, I did collar and sleeve for two weeks, and I just did it in training every day, and it worked against Heapmar. and that was two weeks of collar and sleeve. So it was like – I feel like there's something to be said for opening up your mind, and I love that you do that because that kind of feeds into – I don't know if Danny was going to ask this question, but I want to ask about the technique that broke the internet, your choke, and yeah. – um uh, and, I mean, when you joke guy, he got up and he, and he, uh, and he yeah, doubled like that. <laughs> that was so funny, Igor. I died <laughs> laughing because I know, I Dude. know that you were probably like really surprised by that. You might have been laughing too. <laughs> no, you know what man, I mean,
0: like, like about that part. I, like, I, like, I, I, even the rapper didn't realize that he was, he was like, <laughs> past that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it,
0: I felt it because like that's not normal that the person lay on the ground when I'm doing like the the, the condo <laughs> choke, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Hey, can I man, I have to put my cell phone to charge.
2: Okay. Oh, you're okay. And,
0: then, and I might have to change to the other your AirPods. It's That's fine. okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll try right. to yeah. talk a little louder. Yeah, you're good. You got it, yeah. So yeah, yeah anyone for
3: anyone who has not seen this video? Ten Igor did a conto a choke with the lapel from close guard, put his opponent to sleep, and then his opponent, the ref went to go wake him up, and he just literally woke up so fast and just double legs the ref and the puts latest, him down. Fastest double yeah. Jordan <laughs> Burroughs awoke from slumber,
1: and, and would have been struggled. proud. It of was that insane because like I, you know, it's funny there were some jokes happening in my gym about this. <clears throat> what if like in that moment, the guy. That was getting taken – or the guy wakes up, takes down the ref. Igor puts up two. (laughs) Igor (laughs) becomes the ref and puts up two. That would have made the video blow up around the world. Guarantee it. Because if Igor would have had, like, the comedic timing and
3: knowledge to immediately put up two points, that would have been hilarious. It would have looked scripted. That would have been incredible. But the problem, I think, with that is that the guy really went after the ref and he was big. And the ref was kind of small. So Igor was, like, helping the ref out, you know, like, trying to pull the, guy, to pull off. the guy off. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Another cool thing about Igor, I think
1: he muted us just for a second because he realized that um, we were echoing a little bit. But cool thing about Igor, just a couple quick facts on his BJJ Heroes. Eight wins, zero losses, six submission wins. So that means – As a black belt. Well, yeah, BJJ Heroes is for black belt and up. It's it's just for black belt and up. It's for black belt uh, record. Black and red belts. But they do have some – brown belt competitors who only compete nogi such as william tackett william tackett now has his own profile at bj heroes which is pretty interesting as well but yeah uh, a really awesome spread of submissions as well from igor he's got two arm bars one inside heel hook one kanto choke which i'm sure that not a lot of people are going to have that uh one triangle and one straight ankle lock <clears throat> and those are uh, those are igor's uh that's igor's full grappling record uh Every fight you've had in, at Black Boat so far has been in Japan, huh?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, all of them.
1: Every single one. Well, yeah. do you have any plans in the near future to come back to America post-COVID? I know it's probably, literally, it's yeah. all the COVID pandemic is preventing you from coming back, I imagine. And also having a child.
0: Yeah, man, like, um, what I have in mind, can you guys hear it? It's good? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Like, what I have in mind is, like, I want to try to live in Japan, right?
2: hmm
0: I want to, but that would, like, what I would change is, like, if I feel like, man, here, like, that's not the place that I'm going to be able to be a world champion, you know? hmm Yeah. If I feel like that, then I might go to U.S. To, and live but, there permanently? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. I want to go to U.S. and stay there for, like, months, a couple months again, you know? because mm-hmm. man i just love this place that place yeah for I, i'm sure. missing too i'm missing i'm missing too much man like I, last time i went there like i was 2019 i can, i think i came back in july
3: mm-hmm. yeah
1: because you competed at the and worlds I, and then yeah
0: like i always man. i always loved the
2: u.s
3: yeah so that was I I the right yeah, I wanted to ask you, too, about uh, your relationship with Eduardo Teles Because I know you were representing him at the Worlds. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you trained there. So do you want to talk about just meeting him and training at his academy as well?
0: Man, Tellis is, like, man, he's amazing. He's a, such a, man, he's like a dad for me, you know? He always, like, calling me, asking me if I'm good, you know, if I'm doing good. And, man, like, the story how I met him is, like, really funny. When I was eight years old in Japan, Tellis came for a seminar. Mm -hmm. and that wasn't the exactly same day of my birthday and (laughs) then after 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 the the, after the seminar we went to eat right and like he came to my birthday man like he came to my birthday and like you know that was that was amazing for me you know because like having he like having like Ted is like a legend for a sport like in my birthday when I like in my eight years old birthday that was like (laughs) really amazing you know and like I remember we I remember we played, like, uh, Chess, you know? Like, I, I used to, like, Chess a lot when I was eight years old. And, man, and after that, I never forgot, I never forgot chess, right? That mm-hmm. was so, like, that was, like, a, such a good memory for me that I never forgot. And then, back in two thousand. 17 when I went to fight my first royal, we went to San Diego and I was looking for a gym to train. And we found 9-9, right? Mm-hmm. And then that was the first the first the the first time I saw him after like a couple years, right? And I would talk to him and like we got like my my girlfriend that got like kind of friend with him, fought him a couple times in the tournament, and the next year when they came for my my sister in laws and my brother in laws came for the bankies. They stayed in the 99 and then I came to Penn's and I stayed there. Like and then when I, but I when I came to Penn, when I went to US for Penns, I didn't really think of staying there, right? I was just I was just going to go and come back to Japan. But then I trained there again and I mean I just felt like the the vibe was so nice of like just not just talents but you know when you say like like when you're good people, you just bring good people around you, right you know like yeah man, definitely and we especially, especially when you're a professor, I feel like that vibe goes to your your students right like Amen, like the vibe there was so good that I say like that I say like man like that that here it could be could not like could not like uh is it's not like the the best place in the world to train like uh, like level wise you know like that's not the highest level training in the world but for i'm i'm f- for sure that is like that's the best like vibe that i could find you know
2: yeah and that sure. that matters
0: not matter for me you know i don't want to train a place like you feel like uh you're like you're fighting a tournament every every day like b- like a battle of ego you know mm-hmm. i wanna have fun in the training you know i wanna train like in you know, have fun, I want to be happy in the train, you know, and that's why, I, that's why I choose, like, 99, and, like, Tellez, and, man, I never regret about, I never regret about it, like, he, 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 like, he used to come to Japan, like, before the COVID, right, like, every year, like, just to hang out with us, compete, he's, like, he, man, he's, like, a dad for me, he's, like, and, you know, he knows, right? He 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 never won, he won a Nogi World Champion, uh, like a Nogi Awards. And, but he was second in, I think he got second in awards. And, you know, he knows, like, what I have to do to be there, right?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, I mean, like, he's good, but as I say, the, the, the best, the most of him, the best thing of him is his person, you know, his personality. Yeah. Man, I never saw nobody saying, like, Man, I never saw nobody that doesn't like Tellis. <laughs>
2: yeah. I yeah,
3: everyone says told, he's man. a great guy. Yeah.
0: Have you ever imagined Jake?
3: No,
1: I haven't. I would like to, though. Man, I'd very you much
0: should. like to. You should, man.
1: We
3: should take a road trip to his gym.
2: Shoot,
1: yeah, man. man. Hey, listen, you know, what? one thing that uh, I've said before, I'll say it again. What's amazing about what I think is a consistent theme is. Coaches who are able to influence the lives of their students beyond the mat are yeah, yeah. incredible – as they're incredible yeah. people will further their students' lives in other ways other than just competition. So like you, you have a – like you've said that Eduardo's like your dad. That's like yeah. Andre. Andre, my coach, like my dad. And you never met yeah. Andre neither. No. Chances are unless you come to Arizona, you might not yeah. Until unless you meet him at Worlds.
0: But, oh, the only time he comes know, out. You, you know that I've been in Arizona for a month in 2016?
1: No, I didn't even know you back then, though.
0: Yeah, I was. I oh, didn't know anybody. Yeah, like, I was there in, I was there in with Tanquinho. Oh, guys. nice. We love Tanquinho. His gym, yeah. I could walk yeah. I could walk
3: to his gym from my apartment. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I think when I, when I was there, his gym was in, what was the name? Like, it was the small one, though.
3: He had is, a, he's in Tempe right now. Tempe, Arizona. Was I, he at the MMA yeah. lab?
0: No, no, no. Like, he had his own gym, but it was a small one still. The, his first one, I think. Mm. Now he got a big one, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just moved maybe like around a year ago, maybe a little bit yeah, less. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah right. the gym like, before was really small. It's a, it's a yeah. little bit big now.
0: Yeah, man. Like, I was there. I like Arizona too, man. But it's just higher if you don't have a car, right?
3: yeah you need a car
0: yeah
1: sure. you need a car yeah. uh, and you need ac uh, yeah, need, night yeah, night. yeah, AC, yeah. You, ac in your car because uh it, yeah. if you don't have ac in your car you're essentially walking in a hot box but um <laughs> yeah man uh i you know what's funny 2016 dude i was i was purple belt and i didn't know anybody i knew yeah. i didn't even know anybody i was fighting i fought benji silva and benji silva now like a lot of people know a lot of people know benji silva and i didn't know who that guy was i fought leo Lada in the final of pan ams and i had no idea who that kid was and uh, obviously, Leo Lada is amazing.
0: I fought him. Yeah. Not even,
1: I didn't know nobody. So <laughs> like, oh, hey, I was in 2016. How I was there in Arizona. I'm going to be like, dude, I I didn't even know California. I didn't even know world history in 2016. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I've been dumb until like 2019, essentially. That's when I, I grew a brain. Igor, did you ever compete in Arizona?
0: No, I didn't. I was there for a month for a I was training for Nogi World at the yeah, that the year. Yeah, that was yeah. So that was like November. It wasn't that hot in Arizona at that time.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. It's cooler around yeah. right now. But so uh, I have a question too, because one thing you said about training at is was pretty interesting for me. You said that. Like, obviously, TELUS is is world-class, he's an amazing instructor, but it wasn't maybe the highest-level gym. Like, yeah. the guys there, I'm sure, were really good, but it's yeah. not like an Atos where everyone's a world champion. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like, like you said, the vibe is really important to you. Do you think that someone can can reach, like, the highest level and can be a world champion and do accomplish everything they want to in jiu-jitsu if they're not training with super high-level guys every day?
0: Man, I think, I think you do i think you do and like there i think there was there are no really nobody that did it yet but i think you do man like for example like man one person that that like is like doing the same thing too is roberto right mm-hmm. he doesn't like train when like no big like really tough guys like even man, jake jake too man like Ronaldo trained with like the the whole the best guys and like he be Ronaldo, you know? That's yeah. just a proof that you don't need like you don't really need like the biggest guys. Because man, I feel like if you get to the like to the to that level like Bouchesha, you know?
2: hmm Yeah man,
0: it's like couple guys that's like real that that is like a real train for him, right?
2: Yeah, and not too can, many.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And if you if can't achieve there with that, like why we need like a like, a hard-grown every run,
3: everyone, you know? Yeah, that's true. We so, had uh, Josh Cisneros on a few episodes ago, and we talked to him about kind of the same thing because he trained with a smaller yeah. team. But, yeah, like, he would train with, you know, Cachino sometimes, but his main training yeah. at his gym was, like, a smaller gym, too. And he yeah. just won Pan Amps, so. Yeah, man, like, yeah, it's all about you,
0: you know? It's all about you. It's not about your team.
1: Yeah, I think that, man, like I said before, I feel like I've, I have not... Are not stopped improving. And I've been training with the same instructor yeah. at the same Academy since I was 12. That's a decade. I have not stopped improving and I feel like there's no limit to how good I could get. So I feel like limitations are those which you place on yourself.
2: Yeah, I think,
1: sure. I think Igor, if you believe you're going to be a world champion, like, and this is, I don't know your situation, but dude, if you believe you're going to be a world champion, Igor, I, I'm your friend. I'll tell you truthfully. I think you can do it. And I think you probably yeah. will. Right. So it's but if you say I need to do this, this and this and this and this and these are all things that other people are telling you that kind of yeah. make you feel uneasy, chances yeah. are you probably don't need to listen to those people. What do yeah. you think is right? You know what yeah, I mean? I live are. my life based on a lot of different things, a lot of things some people don't even agree with. The post on Instagram, people tell me I'm annoying, but <laughs> I, those things, I believe in those things and hey, they freaking lead me to where I need to be and I've been winning. I, yeah. So, what are you going to say? I, I feel like uh, you're doing exactly what you believe is correct. You have a head. Your head is screwed on just right, not too tight to where you're strict and stupid, and not too loose to where you're doing stupid things. So, you're just in the right moment. Just go do it. I think that uh, too many people are like, oh, I'm going to go to a big school with a lot of competitors. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't sell yourself. Yeah. For the sake of success. You know what I mean? Because then when you're successful, you're not going to have who you were to begin with.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Like, I mean, man, like, I feel like a lot of people, they just don't, like, for example, like, there's places that have, like, a project, right? They help you.
3: Mm-hmm. Like Dream and, Art or something.
0: Yeah, like Dream Art. Like, they, they give a, they give that kid, like, a, a life they wouldn't be able to leave with their, like, like their are professors right so I'd, like this is different you know you know if i if i w- if i was a kid and i go to dream art i wasn't i was i wouldn't go just for the training but like about the opportunity right like to leave a, just for the sport you know because that's a th- that's a hard thing especially in brazil mm-hmm. right yeah but for example if my professor tells me no man I will give you the same thing if you stay here. Then I will stay in my, with with my the professor. But if he does, if he can't give the sa- the same thing, right? I think he just can't stop you, you know, because he he got to think of you in the first.
3: That's true, for sure. So yeah, do you have right. plans yeah. to uh to open a gym at any point in your career?
0: Yeah, like that's the thing, you know. I feel like in Japan, for me to, to like just be able to survive with jujitsu, that's the only way, you know. Hmm. Cause now I I work part time you know and I teach and I and because I have family you know like it's different right like yeah but for me to like just have a just work with jujitsu I think opening opening a gym is like the the only way you know so
2: yeah
0: I think of it but at the same time I I, I don't know I really I don't really know man yeah
3: yeah I think when you have but, a family and yeah yeah Other people you're providing for it changes your yeah. your situation a little bit
0: but but definitely open i definitely want to open a gym like if it's not now like in the future right
3: Mhm. yeah for sure that'd be really yeah. cool fat ninja bjj
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know the name yeah i always <laughs> like i always want to i always think a good name but i don't know man
3: it's where we turn <laughs>
1: fat people into ninjas come on dude <laughs> <laughs> think about it marketing It's marketing bro marketing marketing <laughs> I think um, I think I mean it's I don't know the uh, the economic infrastructure in Japan for sure, being <laughs> as I live in the desert of Arizona. But um, if you were, would you would you think that moving to America probably be a be a better plan there? Or I know Japan and like South Korea, like they have thriving jiu-jitsu scenes. Like man, they love some jiu-jitsu down there in both yeah, those yeah, countries. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So.
1: I don't know something to think about. I know that South Korea especially loves jujitsu.
0: No, like they're, they're yeah, they're sick of jujitsu and they're like they love it.
1: Yeah, that's like, I really want to go down there. I want to compete. So I promise, this is a funny. I promised Igor, uh, when I do come to Japan, which will happen, one hundred percent is gonna happen one day.
2: I want to go. Igor, so bad. I remember
1: a long time ago, uh, I was like, Hey man, I want to come to Japan in 2020. Funny enough, 2020 ended up being like <laughs> this, but, uh, we'll see about 2021. But I was like, Hey, Igor, I really want to come to Japan in 2020. This was two years ago. Igor was like, if you, go, <laughs> if you don't stay at my house, I'm going to kill you. Basically he was like, you stay at my house. We'll hang out. I'll show you about, I'll show you all over Japan. I'm like, cool, Igor, let's do it. And then, uh, and I made a point. I was like, all right, when I go to Japan, I'm going to tell Igor. Because I feel like Igor's probably <laughs> like, what the hell? Why should I come stay with
0: me in Japan? I have to, dude. So I'm definitely going Yeah, man. Help. Hey, like, your your tattoo is like Japanese tattoo, right? Yeah, I'm Yakuza. No.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I definitely, um, it is a Japanese traditional tattoo. And you know what's funny? I was having a conversation with somebody today. I'm getting that weird urge to get another one. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't do it yet. If <laughs> I do stuff, I got to get taken care of first. But maybe. Do you have we'll any tattoos,
0: Igor? No, I don't. I want to do it, but I didn't do it yet. I want to do it. I want to. <laughs> I want to.
1: Tattoo. I want to get the other one.
0: But, man, Japan is hard. Man, they they judge you just because of the, the tattoo thing is like Yakuza thing in Japan. Yeah. It's true nowadays, you know?
1: Really? Like, is it, so if I were to come to Japan and people saw my tattoo, would they immediately be like?
0: No, because they're, you're a foreigner. Okay, good. So they understand. But Keep like, them
1: unsuspecting.
0: I have a Japanese face. If I have a tattoo, like, they, they would like, they would like, be, like, away of me. Oh, really? Yeah, they're kind of racist.
1: so casual yeah that kind of racist if you remember the yakuza they're racist
0: yeah to be honest like they're japanese people they're like little racist Oh, that's
1: funny i feel like like, that's an opposite perception of what like you know you would think
0: no they they're respectful you know but they're they're they don't know how to act with things that's no that's not normal
3: oh
1: okay okay yeah Yeah.
3: If something's different or unique, they don't know yeah, how to interpret
0: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, they got like, stay away. Yeah.
3: We'll serve you, but uh,
2: it's yeah, yeah, yeah. respectful no. racism is better than just right. racism.
0: It's, they're they're changing though. They're changing. That's good. Yeah. That's oh, so
1: awesome. funny. Respectful racism. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh so man.
3: we we've been on the call for about an hour, so we don't wanna take up too much of your time. we know you're really busy so yeah, do you, needs- uh do you have any uh sponsors you wanna thank or any anyone you wanna shout out or anything else you wanna talk about before we finish up?
0: yeah, yeah, I just wanna thank like too. my sponsors like Booteria, you know he'll like they're the mm-hmm. ones that always hooking me up like you guys for the opportunity right that was that was cool doing it
3: for sure. we'll yeah. do it again soon. Oh yeah,
1: yeah no, sure. we'll definitely, uh, we had, you know, what's funny, Danny and I have a lot of ideas with this podcast and yeah. we want to, everybody that comes on our show, we want to make them feel included in our media and what we do, which I feel like a lot of yeah. companies don't do. We want you guys to also be able to put your input on our page and like, yeah. and like we put input on your page and we promote the heck out of you guys eventually. And like like Danny and I said, we love you, dude. We think that you're an yeah, amazing, things, amazing person to have in yeah. the community. So, yeah. I mean, guys, follow uh, follow Igor. It's at FatNinjaBJJ. No spaces, no capitals. He's not fat. He is, he is fit. Dare yeah. I say, he his, is strong. his hashtag should be ThickNinjaBJJ. Strong, strong Ninja. <laughs> strong Ninja uh um, man i'm really fat i'm like two <laughs>
3: <laughs> you put on some some quarantine weight it's like oh man,
1: I got, like, i'm
0: sorry guys i gotta come out <laughs> yeah i'm exposed yeah man like i'm fat like i think i'm 220 like 230 oh now.
1: man that's the same hey yeah. that's that you just had a kid yeah, all right. <laughs> It's sympathy back
0: weight. To
1: heavyweight. It's yeah. sympathy weight, Igor. It's fine. You'll lose all of it. all right. And then you'll have what's called the dad bod, which is powerful. It's a powerful thing. It's a, a level of strength that fathers who are new get from carrying their yeah. child. And it's kind of like you're you're doing progressive overload. Alex Turner of Election Performance will talk about this. You're increasing weight by feeding the child. As the child grows. You, as a child grows, you are going <laughs> mean, to develop strength gains man i can't i can't i can't
0: carry my kid already he's too fat too man
1: (laughs) he's fat fat baby ninja yeah he
0: he is man he's fat man Uh, that's
1: That's so funny oh he's He's
2: chubby he's
0: chubby yeah
1: he's chubby little chubby baby it's okay he's a
0: baby
1: he's an adorable baby too man what's his name Super
0: fat. iron iron iron
1: iron that's a beautiful name that is a beautiful name man well hey uh, everybody please follow Fat Ninja and please. be sure to keep up with him man because he's all the way out in Japan he's still going to be breaking the internet all the time with all of his, I mean the the guy's aggressive he's got a fantastic guard uh, we definitely support him in everything he does and we are going to be and wishing you all the best with you and your family and we hope that uh, everything can kind of get better with the whole world getting sick and we can have you, know, you back in America us back in Japan whatever the case may be we are going to uh, make a point of it so guys make sure you use our open Guardcast discount code open Guardcast twenty five 25 election performance we want to thank um obviously election performance we want to thank chuffa cryo high photo- high tier photography uh eddie from agro brand matakaba bjj and marcio andre academy and uh yeah that's pretty much it episode 61 we hope you guys had a great thanksgiving and if you guys want to let us know who we should have on next go ahead and comment on Instagram and leave us a review on iTunes, uh, podcasts and Spotify. And we'll have this episode uploaded to YouTube probably within the next two days. So Danny,
3: if I left anything out, let me know. No, just, uh, just if you guys like, just to reiterate what Jake said, if you could leave us a review on Apple podcasts, that would be really helpful. So we have some reviews or some, uh, some ratings, but we don't have a ton of reviews. Awesome. So if you guys could, uh, kick it up a notch, write a review for ah, us. And, whip it uh, into shape yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. Whip it into oh, shape. <laughs> we don't ask for a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you could write a review, it would be really helpful, and a five-star rating also. Yeah, minimum. Minimum, yeah. So yeah, right. thanks everyone for listening. This was episode 61 of the Open Guard Cast with Igor Tsunabi, the fat ninja, and uh, we're definitely excited to have him back on, and we will see you guys soon.